This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. missed this story somehow or i missed this story somehow glenn kessler of the washington post who really created the whole world of fact checker and made it the popular thing and now and now it's no longer something i even pay attention to really thanks for nothing <laughs> uh but with his pinocchio system pinocchio you know when he'd lie his nose grew and so the more pinocchios you get the worse and uh for pinocchio uh, is the most Pinocchios you can get. It's a flat-out lie, and he gave the President of the United States four Pinocchios over Joe's past claims about China money going into the family coffers. Hmm. That That's a four-Pinocchio lie, Joe Biden claiming on the debate stage with Donald Trump when Donald Trump said, you visited these countries and Hunter made gazillions of dollars off these countries right after you visited. And Joe Biden said, that's not true. And of course, everybody in all the cable news channels afterward said, of course, that's not true. It's a lie. Nope, it was true. What Trump said was true. What Biden said was a four Pinocchio lie, according to the Washington Post. In bed with Chinese communists to the tune of many millions of dollars. How is yes. that not a bigger story? Speaking of debates, I mean, we were just talking about debate. It doesn't matter if you lie in the debates. That has happened so many times where people flat out lie in the debates and nobody calls them on it. And it doesn't make any difference. Not a joke. Yeah. They'll fact check the Republican. Not so much on the other side. Eh, there's no evidence that uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's something. And the other story we really should have gotten to at some point yesterday, but I missed it until after the show, was that uh, one of the major credit rating companies downgraded the United States of America's credit rating. We are no longer AAA. We're AA+, plus, which, you know, I haven't been on my best day. But um, that's something saying, yeah, I'd be a little more careful about uh, lending money to the United States of America. They're probably going to pay it back, but I don't know. They're looking a little shaky. And it's because of our what? Are we not paying uh, our bills? We saying, yeah, we, I mailed that Friday. No, seriously, it must uh, something must have happened. 
Did we do that they, with somebody? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Uh, but super ginormous debt is one of the main factors. And the other one is our politics are so fractious, there's all this brinksmanship about paying off bonds and, and stuff. So, and, and I think that's overstated, and, and Janet Yellen pushed back on the Fitch people. But anyway, I mean, it's not like we're rated crackhead or anything like that, but it's a message. And and you know what? It's uh, to to resist that message or to say, whoa, whoa that's out of line, blah, blah, blah. Are you, do you want to deny that our fiscal house is wildly out of order? We borrow money like a sailor on a Coke binge on shore leave. But we also, we're like a sailor who spends money like he's on a, a drinking binge, but it's a sailor who makes like $8 million a year in salary. Yes. He, he can pay off his credit card whenever he needs to. Uh, well. Or at least his monthly payment. Right. He can absolutely make his monthly payment. Yeah. For now. Although his monthly payment is starting to get to the point right. that the credit agencies are saying, wow, that's a, and interest rates are rising, too. Mm. And what if you ever lose your job, sir? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, so uh, pivoting now to Joe Getty's What's New Clear. Wait a second. Maybe that works better in print. It's Joe Getty's. <laughs> What's new? Clear. <laughs> yeah, I can see how in print that would really work. The threat of, uh, <laughs> though the spelling is different. Um, I suppose I can spell it N-E-W clear. Uh, a handful of stories about the uh, hmm, the fact that a, a nuclear holocaust is not impossible. And I'm not saying we're on the verge of it. I hate that sort of fear-mongering. But a couple of items. First of all, Russia launched a drone strike Wednesday against Ukraine's main inland port of Ismail. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Which is across the Danube River from Romania, which is a NATO member. Moscow's trying to keep Kiev from exporting grain, etc. After Russia pulled out of the Black Sea Grain Agreement, all sorts of people in Africa are probably going to starve. That's not going to help the Russians at all. The Ukrainian prime minister or deputy prime minister said the attack destroyed roughly 40,000 tons of grain destined for Africa and Asia. So, man, uh, that's told, some evil, evil S right there. Yeah, and I'm told it's just like a couple hundred yards from NATO that they hit this port. So, wow. Uh, and then the Biden administration announced this week the North Korean government called the U.N. command at the demilitarized zone between the country and South Korea to acknowledge U.S. private uh, second class Travis King's presence and to protest it, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't matter. They whine all the time, but they are nuclear power, as is Pakistan. Pakistan is in serious trouble. They have unbelievable political instability. There was just a, a bombing that ISIS claimed credit for uh, last Wednesday, I think it was. Um, it was a political rally, suicide bomber, 60 dead, nearly 200 people, including children, repeat, reportedly injured. One of the political leaders killed. Uh, it's the latest example of the compounding crises in Pakistan, writes the dispatch, including increased terrorist activity, lingering discontent over former Prime Minister Imran Khan's brief arrest in May, and a potential economic meltdown. Elections are set for the fall, but they're already on shaky ground because there's a big controversy over voting districts, so they're more uncertain than ever. And as insecurity grows, so does the possibility that the military establishment, frequently operating in the background of Pakistan's politics, will step in to stymie free and fair elections. 
Yeah, I always remember Barack Obama doing an interview many years ago toward the end of his presidency and somebody asking him, what keeps you up at night? And he said, Pakistan. Pakistan. And I'm sure that's true for most presidents for quite a while. It doesn't make our news that often, but I'll bet they get briefings on Pakistan all the time that are like, holy crap, because they are a nuclear power. They've always been teetering on the edge of getting taken over by Islamic nut jobs who then might have the nukes. Yeah. Well, or sell them to somebody, which is the way a lot of countries got nukes anyway. And I understand why people are troubled by the the idea of a, a military dictatorship, uh, given our principles and the rest of it. And their military is utterly corrupt and full of maniacs. Uh, speaking of Islamic terrorists, uh, Islamo fascists, as we used to call them. But you got a choice between an evil regime with nukes and an unstable regime with nukes. You got to lean toward evil. Anyway, keeping an eye on Pakistan, not to uh, put Pakistan. the weight of the world on your... How do you say Pakistan. It? Pakistan. 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 Pakistan? Pakistan. No. <laughs> Pakistan. All right. Uh, the, the twin conceits of the would-be intellectual, softening every A, Copenhagen. No, it's Copenhagen. Soprano. That's right, Tony Soprano. Have you ever watched the damn show? That used to make me insane. That made me insane. Have you ever gone to an opera? You know what they call the chick who sings real high? Not a soprano. I'll give you a hint. It's a soprano. So why is softening the A seen as sophisticated? Just It makes you look more uh, like uh, European, I guess, or global or something. That's funny. That's my, my aunt. One of my yeah, one of my kids said either the other day, and I said, "Look, we're not an either family. <laughs> I grew up an either person. Grandpa's an either person. We're either people. We're not either people. All right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, Jason Isbell has a, a a brilliant song called Outfit. Isn't that the name of it? Yeah. Um, and and it includes the it's advice from his dad, which includes the line, "Don't call what you're wearing an outfit." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're not outfit people. We're not either people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where were we? Eh, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Um, a couple of teases for you uh, that are good. What are they? Oh, um, uh, digging up a little more over under the idea of Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis debating, which they both have agreed to, which I think could be so good for America. I actually think it could be good for the country, not just a political spectacle, which most things are, but actually good for the country. So I'm hoping this happens. And I want to hear about your experiences in uh, Hippieville. Yeah, I had a couple of uh, entertaining interactions at the farmer's market last night in my hippie town that I live in, including the Flat Earther booth that we Mm. attended for a while. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We're looking for our very first Chief Uno player. As our Chief Uno player, your job is to play and teach people our latest game, Uno Quattro. And the best part of all, we'll pay you $4,444.44 a week for four weeks. All you have to do is play Uno Quattro four hours a day, four days a week for those four weeks. As the Chief Uno player, you're the kind of person that takes Uno everywhere. And you're not afraid to get a little competitive. How how many hours do I have to play Uno per day? Four days a week? Four, four, four hours, hours a day. It's quite a bit of Uno. I've played a lot of Uno in my life. I don't like the new Uno. I think they've ruined Uno. I think the classic original Uno with the original number of cards and the way that it was a great game, they've ruined it. They've, they've put in too many gimmicks. They doubled the size of the deck. The game never mm. ends now. Oh, ruined a good thing. Uh, coming up, the problem with loneliness in America, which is a real, real serious, socially important problem. Well, and they think it's like the number one health threat in America. I can Loneliness. Yeah. So we'll talk about that coming up. Last night, I took the kids to the farmer's market in my little burg. Maybe you have one of these in your town, and they sell, you know, food and drink. And there's a marginal band playing in the corner. And I've been in some of those. I have myself. Um, and that sort of thing going on. Lots of people about and kids running around. And it's a good time had by all. But we uh, we went and we got some food. Really uh, trying to teach my kids up on uh, on you know going up to the booths and dealing with the thing by themselves, asking for the food, handling the money, figuring the whole thing out. Which mm-hmm. one does much better than the other? It's interesting. It's a personality thing. Yeah. So, so for some people, walking up to buy something is just a nothing. Okay. To some people, it's a oh geez, do I have to? Can I do it next time? You know, just something about, and, and I think that's a modern thing to a certain extent. We've talked about that a lot. Young people who can't order a pizza because there's nobody there. They have to draw straws for who's going to make the phone call. 
Yeah, because it's scary to interact with somebody one-to-one. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Anyway, um, lots of booths there also. Some uh, Jesus stuff, some green energy stuff, some political stuff. And then a guy with a really big booth, uh, the, the Earth is Flat booth, which I originally thought was probably a joke because i've seen a bunch of those where it's a joke you know it's a tongue-in-cheek joke and i was actually i want to buy a t-shirt because i think the t-shirts are hilarious you know the earth is flat don't trust the government that sort of thing i find hilarious this guy was completely serious wow or he certainly seemed to be if it was an act it was a really good act and i don't know what it's for if it was an act because he wasn't selling anything it would seem that he paid the money to have booth space just so he could get the word out that the earth is flat and you know, save mankind from this ruse that has been perpetrated upon us. Because he wasn't selling anything. There wasn't anything to gain f- f- for him. Any? Well, referring back to the loneliness thing, they say living a life of purpose is one of the main ways to be happy. That guy's probably pretty happy. He looked very Although he's concerned. unhappy, nobody believes him. Yeah, he was very concerned. He had many, many photos of the Earth and the moon and the ocean and various diagrams and see how the government is lying to you about this and that and that sort of stuff. And my, my kids were fairly entertained. I mean, they they kept a straight face while we were there listening to the guy a little bit and uh, and looking over his brochures and we walked away and then they were like, and I did want to go up to the guy and say, hey, birds, am I right? See if I can get him going down that road. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, so Henry, my youngest, my 11 year old, went back over to the booth because he wanted to look the stuff over a little bit. And the guy came around to the other side of the table and started talking to him. And my other son and I were way over and we're watching this from a distance. And Henry's just nodding his head and lots of this and putting his hand on his chin. <laughs> nice. He did, a, he did a really good job. I mean, so that's he, beautiful. Then he turned around, and he comes back and his face is red and he's like biting his lip. He runs back. Oh, my God, Dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered with you flat earth people, what's happening on the other side? Are there like secret sex clubs that the Illuminati have and us stupid mortals on the inhabited side of the earth? We don't know about it. Yeah, I would. So I got into a conversation with somebody else last night about the whole conspiracy theory type person and the personality. And I just it's fascinating to me. And maybe I'll talk about that more later, because that's its own interesting thing. Why some people gravitate toward those sorts of things. And you seem to either do or you don't. If you're a flat earther, you're probably a chemtrails person. You're probably school shootings are staged. You're probably a bunch of different things. Right. Isn't that your experience? Oh, yeah, yeah, 9-11 truther, et cetera. They come together in groups. But another odd thing that happened to us, so we're we're, we're standing there eating or having something to drink or having a cookie or a churro, Um, and this guy kind of walks around. He had sunglasses on, so I couldn't tell if he was looking at us specifically, but he walks around, kind of a stocky guy, a little overweight, probably about 28 years old, black T-shirt, black jeans. He's got a backpack on, and he kind of stands a little off in front of us, and then he starts shuffling back and forth with his legs going farther apart. And then it becomes clear he's doing the splits. And he goes wow. all and he goes all the way down to the ground. And not oh. the sideways splits, which are easier to do, but the you know, both feet point in the same direction splits, oh. which are really hard to do. And this kind of chunky, stocky dude goes all the way down to the ground. Then he then he reaches into his backpack behind him and pulls out a can like like you'd have pork <laughs> you could in? give me a hundred guesses what's going to happen next and i can't imagine and we're we're looking at him and it looks like he's staring at us but he's got sunglasses on so he might not have been but 
Right. And there's people everywhere walking around. I mean, this is not a place where you just sit down on the ground or people milling about. And so he just goes all the way to, down to the ground with his splits. He reaches over his shoulder into his backpack. He pulls out a can. He opens the can and he pulls out eggs <laughs> and he starts eating these like hard, look to be hard boiled eggs. Yeah, you could have given me three hundred guesses. I wouldn't have come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> my thirteen year old was just like he had to turn his back, and he was actually just like, "Oh my god, Dad, what is going on?" I said, "Wow, what? Don't you ever just decide? Gosh, I could use an egg right now. Do the splits in the middle of a crowd, then reach into your backpack and pull out your always at hand canned eggs." And have a couple on a hot day. At the risk of sounding like a millennial, that is the most random thing I have ever heard. Right. Right. We laughed about that the rest of the night. Why the splits? Why do you carry around canned (laughs) eggs? Where do you get canned eggs? (laughs) So it it was a a can? It was a a can. like you use a can opener or like a pull tabby thing full of eggs? I don't know. What the hell? I don't know how he opened it, but it, I know. I where do you get canned eggs? Do you have to do the splits to enjoy them? Is there something that goes <laughs> along with that? Right, exactly. Then he burst into flame and disappeared. <laughs> there are benches about. You could just sit down over there, dude, like a regular person. Well, I hope he's not lonely. Loneliness said to be the number one health threat to Americans. Details on that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
loneliness emerging as a national health crisis. We need to address prevention and the root cause of the pain and trauma that a lot of people are feeling, like loneliness and isolation. Doctors say chronic loneliness poses the same physical health risks as smoking cigarettes every day. Isolation has been shown to increase the risk for premature death by uh, 26 percent. Loneliness leading to a spike in diabetes, stroke, heart disease, dementia, to say nothing of emotional well-being. Do they connect the dots maybe in the uh, upcoming clips we're going to play? I mean, why does being lonely make it more likely you get diabetes? I think you probably sit around and eat. That was my guess. I just wondered if they yeah. point that out. No, they don't. They don't get there specifically. Uh, so that's obviously a harrowing introduction to the topic. I find it interesting that if I got myself two or three good friends, I could start smoking and break even health wise. Ooh, that's uh, not a bad plan. It's a very bad plan. Go on Friend Finder, get yourself a pack of Marlboros, and break even for the day. (laughs) Wow. A little more on the topic, and then there's a twist. 81, Michael. When the federal government locked down our children and adults as well, it led to an explosion of mental health problems. Doctors say COVID exacerbated loneliness, but loneliness was on the rise before the pandemic. But it also shows that simply getting back to normal is not going to be enough. So, yeah, the COVID was a factor, but not everything. Uh, it, it's interesting uh, in my own life. We, and we've we've talked about this topic, uh, the lack of connectedness that comes from feeling connected online. It's candy instead of, you know, uh, meat and, and vegetables. Um yesterday I was hanging out and because of the nature of our schedule uh it's which is kind of weird it's not as easy to hang out with people uh especially during the week that people with an average uh, schedule have um <clears throat> it's I'm not complaining we have a wonderful job blah blah, blah. uh but so I was feeling kind of down about it because I hadn't seen my friends for a while and, you know, they're working when I'm off and blah, blah, blah. And so I started, uh, instead of doing something about it, I started scrolling through Twitter. And it gave me just enough of a feeling of something good is happening. I didn't get off my ass. And finally, I said to myself, this is terrible. Get, go ride your bike. So I got on my bike. I went for a good ride. I ran into a neighbor, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was, it was just, it was absolutely that phenomenon. I was getting just enough sugar not to be hungry enough to get up and get some real food. And I think that's a huge factor. Not for everybody, but for a lot of folks. Phony connectedness online. Yeah, there's that. And then this aspect of it, which I think we've all experienced i've told this story when i was in the hospital got my gallbladder out uh a couple of my best friends just happened to be in town when i was getting my gallbladder out anyway they visited me in the hospital and we all recognized that this was way better us talking to each other than our texting had been for the previous years yeah and we decided we're going to talk on the phone more often talking on the phone is completely different than texting with your friends Yes. And we all, it's just so easy to, f- to to feel like, well, I stay in touch with whoever the same way I always did. But if you're texting, it ain't the same. I'm not exactly sure why it's not the same. Hearing their voice or all the nuances sure. of nonverbal, I don't know what, but there's there's something that's completely different. Well, and if you could weigh the exchange of ideas and, and feelings 
a text is like four ounces and a 15 minute conversation is like 40 pounds. Hmm. So anyway, it's clearly uh, true, though. Yeah. And another aspect of this, maybe, is that everybody's so angry and charged up politically. There's like half the population doesn't want anything to do with you. I wonder if there's depending any, on your political beliefs. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if there's any way we could all g- get to the point that we convince ourselves that if somebody asks you, "Do you stay in touch with so and so?" If you haven't talked to them on the phone or seen them in person, the answer is no. I don't care how much you're texting. That's troubling. I think there are a lot of us. Uh, I'm including uh, the good folks in the audience who are, have a bit of a sick feeling in their stomach right now. Yeah, including my kids. Right. There's a good example. The last long conversation I had with my son, I'm not sure when it was. You know uh, what? We text a lot about music and stuff like that. But. My turn to feel bad. I have that. I do that with my parents, where, like, specifically with my mom, we text now and then. So I have the feeling that I stay in contact with my mom, but not calling as often, which is, a com- yeah. as I've just pointed out, is a completely different thing. Yeah. So yeah. we get the perception Ugh. that we're staying in touch. We're not. You're not. You're not. Well, well Thanks, good Twitter. news. I'm, I'm going to end all of our guilt by giving you the twist that I promised. Next clip, Michael. Democratic Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy authored a bill to combat loneliness and boost social connections. I actually think that it's decisions by government that have left a lot of people feeling very disconnected. Murphy wants a federal office to study loneliness. He says loneliness increases as church attendance wanes and social media usage grows. Our decision to leave social media unregulated, to leave kids unprotected, has really been a disaster. That's right. Loneliness is a problem for the federal government to solve, and it'll cost you tens of millions of dollars. That might ah! be the that might be the greatest divide between people of the left and people of the right. I immediately recoil from the idea that the government's going to fix a social problem. The government can't fix social problems. They Are have you invented, kidding? They either invent or or cite a real problem. Then they say, therefore, we need lots more tax money, and we will spread it around to our cronies. He says with a straight face, we're going to create a department that studies loneliness. Yep. Hilarious. And after spending gazillions of dollars over many years, and then if you don't get any results, as Tim Sandifer always points out, that only means you need more money. Um, You need more money for the department. Oh, my God. That is... How rich is that? How do you come to the belief that the government is in charge of fixing societal problems? I know. I know. That is the that is perhaps the great divide in America. Never mind R versus D, Trump versus I hate Trump. It's I think the federal government should solve all of our problems. Man, there's nothing your town should do unless you and your neighbors and your church and your civic organizations can't do it. There's nothing your county should do unless your town can't do it. There's nothing your state should be doing unless a county can't do it on its own, et cetera, et cetera. But now we have a federal government who's going to spend God knows how much money in quote unquote curing loneliness. Well, it's not by even... putting out public service announcements or stuff like that. How about how about, it's the, the 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 federal government acting as if it's the USA Today publishing an article about hey call your friend instead of texting them. And it's not even should the government. It should be more of a can the government. The government can't do those things. You should give me an example where the government's 
fixed big societal ills. Yeah, like, they're few and far between. Yeah, yeah. That's something. Wow, that was depressing. I was going more for anger. <laughs> wow, I'm looking up at the TV and seeing Lizzo again today. The way she treated her employees is getting a lot of attention. We got into some of the details yesterday. They're ugly, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, bananas and, and, and Amsterdam and <laughs> just you don't even want to hear it. It's, it shocks the conscience. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, um, it's it's it's, it's funny watching the media do what they speaking do. Speaking of what? You said speaking of that. Speaking of what? Lizzo and the bananas okay. and the, the Amsterdam red light district and the sex shows and the rest of it. This This is not for the kids, by the way. It's about a cute animal, but it's not for the kids. I came across like three versions of the story of the manatee that died in a Florida aquarium. And and they kept using like vague terms about rigorous sexual activity and, and stuff like that. And, and it was unclear what the heck happened. And like I said, I do this for a living. I, I went through three articles and it just wasn't clear to me what had happened. And this is this is not good, folks. This is this is terrible. In fact, I'm regretting bringing it up. But these manatees were in their big manatee enclosure, and uh, and and I guess there were no girl manatees, and it was two brother manatees, two male manatees. So it's like prison. It's a lot like prison, and the one brother raped the other one to death. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing in the and a half centimeter rip in his colon. That's a thing in the animal world. Well, that's a thing in the in, in, in imprisoned manatee world, apparently. But uh, they got to get some girl manatees in there or turn them loose or something. Conjugal visits. Hugh, the manatee died there. You know, Internet I didn't porn. know. M- m- Internet porn for manatees. Uh, I didn't know, like dolphins, manatees can get pretty rapey. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this. Yeah. They, uh, how many of our beloved sea creatures are, uh, are despicable by human standards? <laughs> I demand an investigation. Right. How about the humble whale? They seem intelligent and social. They raise their calves. It's beautiful. Too many rapey sea creatures. That's what I say. So at some point today, Donald Trump's going to go fill out some paperwork at a courthouse, and that's why uh, all of The limousine is now turned on to Constitution Avenue. It's proceeding. You see people there on the corner. Okay. All right. The guy came out and released all the information, so there's nothing to learn today, right? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think there's anything to learn today. It's just merely the spectacle of donald trump going to the courthouse which is now many many months will go by with lawyers wrangling beyond the scenes yeah third time in four months though this is the biggest one in a variety of ways it's not the most likely one to end up with him in jail but it's the biggest charge the federal justice department has ever brought against a sitting or former president Oh yeah, by a million miles. By a million miles, and it's kind of that. That has kind of got. I read that yesterday and thought, "Wow, that's true." It kind of, you know, it's kind of all gotten watered down as we've been talking about. 
by all the other charges. If I'm Donald Trump, I, I build a federal courthouse at Mar-a-Lago and say, hey, next time you indict me, just we'll do it here. All right. You can fly in the judges, the rest of it. I'm tired of trekking around the country to get indicted. That's hilarious. We have more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. So what is that? That is a man in Stockton, California, trying to rob a 7-Eleven, and the workers end up beating him up. And I just wanted to get that on because I think there's going to be more of that happening. I think you're going to see a lot more of that as the police and due to lawyers, businesses have pulled back to a certain extent at least at the top levels of uh, uh, the companies, from do anything about crime, I think you're going to see more vigilante justice. Absolutely, and it, I'm glad you played that. I was actually going to use that as part of a featurette about crime in Northern California. That was in Stockton, California. But, you know, if, if your impulse is, well, it's not their cigarettes. The guy was stealing a bag full of cigarettes from a Stockton, California 7-Eleven and uh, just clearing the shelves like those thieves do. Here's what people don't understand, including in the liberal media, and I don't understand how they cannot understand this. Those clerks live in that community. That's their home. What they're watching is lawlessness, and often lawlessness backed up by brutality come to where they live, and they're not having it. They don't want criminals determining everybody's quality of life in Stockton, California. So those guys said, no, not here, not today. I totally understand that impulse. That's an excellent point, because if you allow that to happen, it isn't just the big picture allowing it to happen for the corporation that owns the product or whatever. No, if, if, if we're going to let people just steal stuff in my neighborhood, then they're going to steal my kid's bike or stuff out of my truck or whatever. 100%. Right. And Stockton's not as bad as San Francisco, but it's bad enough. These guys have probably had their cars broken into. Probably multiple times because, you know, the the Bay Area, California has become utterly lawless. A lot of it anyway. Depends which town you're talking about. Um, And so, yeah, they're feeling it and they're thinking, yeah, this is miserable. I hate this. I don't want crime where I live. I, you know, there are all kinds of reasons that you can't actually have vigilante justice rule. I get that. I'm not saying that, but with that caveat. So we're driving to the state state fair the other day, me and my kids. And there was a guy, street person on a bike with a bag of crap over his shoulder, he was obviously, you know, I assume he's a drug addict. He looked like a drug addict or whatever. But he's pushing two kids' bikes, two, like, really new, nice kids' bikes. And I thought, that made me so mad. Those are so obviously stolen. That guy's got right. a couple of little kids' bikes. Why can't the cops or somebody just stop? Show me the receipt for those bikes. Where'd you get those bikes? Oh, I found them. Give me those bikes. Punch them in the face. Take the bikes. Where'd you get them? Tell me the exact house, the backyard you took those from right now. I'm taking that bike back to that kid who probably got it for his birthday or for Christmas. That kid's going to get his bike back, you son of a bitch. Instead of just saying, well, what are you going to do? 
Guy obviously stole those little kids' bikes, but what are you going to do? I guess I'll just let him push him over to his camp and sell them later for $15 so he can get higher. What kind right. of society is this? I know. It's miserable, and people are fighting back against it, even in the bluest of blue cities. Oh, so maddening. I mean, if Portland has had enough, if Seattle has had enough, these moronic, suicidal progressive policies have gotten the attention they deserve. Oh. I hope. God, the way we put up with this level of lawlessness is crazy. It is actually crazy. Yes, re- it is. No society has ever done this. You could go back to cavemen, and they weren't allowing this. Where no. if somebody, somebody came into your cave and took some of your elk meat that you got yesterday, well, what are you going to do? I guess, you know, you just have to let them they're, do it. They're desperate because of the economy and uh, housing prices, so, Okay. Yeah. yeah, probably worth noting in roughly 41 American states, that S don't fly. It doesn't happen in those states. It's policy, friends. Are you saying try that in a small town or a different sort of town? Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, this feels weird now. I'll do this here. Came across this meme yesterday. Well, is this okay? I've already gone way off half-cocked. Uh, right-wing fascist, but um, I'll, I'll throw this. Yeah, try to... Hey, try, do what you do best. Try to spread things out, you know, little doses here and there so you don't come off as all one thing, but I'm going to read this anyway because it's in front of me, and I thought it was funny. This was a meme that was floating around on Twitter yesterday. Quotes from different generations. Boomers, I can't believe I wore bell-bottoms. Gen X, I can't believe I wore my hair like that. Millennials, I can't believe I was goth for a while. Gen Z, I can't believe I cut my penis off. Oh, 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 boy, did not see that one coming. <laughs> that is, that is bluntly brilliant. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll be unable to speak for 43 seconds. <laughs> Start the timer, Michael. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. How, where do we go from here? Transition music. Uh, well, we're almost done for the segment. Um, Toyota yeah. announced yesterday they're bringing the Land Cruiser back. I've always thought that was a cool vehicle. I've never owned one. But Ford with the Bronco, which is a similar-looking vehicle, which is popular right now, and Toyota bringing back the Land Cruiser. So if you like those, they're going to be back in the market next year. Vivek Ramaswamy seems to be having a bit of a moment running for president. Somebody's going to need to have a heck of a moment to have any chance running against Donald Trump. He did an extended interview with Brett Baer on Special Report last night on Fox News. I give him 10 out of 10, maybe maybe 9.8, so uh, I don't seem like a fanboy, whatever that is. But I thought he knocked it out of the park. The guy is good. He is pretty good. If you miss an hour of this show, grab the podcast. We'll get to that coming up next hour. Grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, 
Ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.